Well, what a delight to welcome you on board Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron, and every week we bring you a look at a topic that has an emotional and psychological spin to it, and that's why we're delighted to welcome our Take 10 expert, Dr. Jamie Heisman, a nationally known psychotherapist and expert in addictions and caregiving, and our co-host on Caregiver SOS On Air, Carol Zerniel, joins us. Carol is a nationally known gerontologist who has spent a lot of years dealing with the emotional side of caregiving. And Carol, you came up with a pretty good one because every everywhere you look, the news is negative. Well, and our, you know we feel all of that negative news. So it's every day. It's twenty four seven now. It's not just five o'clock evening news. Ron, what's going on now is like this almost tornado of stress that we're seeing 24-7. I became a compassion fatigue therapist about 20 years ago just to deal with secondary trauma. Caregivers, secondary trauma is basically trauma outside of us that triggers unresolved things that we haven't looked at, like childhood things, things along the way we haven't gotten therapy for. So we trigger an event. But what's happening in Carol's, uh, you know, great sort of topic here says is we're not just triggering past events. These events are coming fast and furious. Just maybe a part of our own leadership and government now. They're coming three to five times a day. I thought if you took a look at the front page of the New York Times the other day where they printed the names of 1,000 of the then 98,000 or so victims, that was such a powerful statement. The entire front page covered with the names of people who died from that virus, folks who see that, it had to have a huge impact. We know where it does. It's centering, basically, and because I think we desperately need that. And I'm not sure, because literally, the press kind of seems to follow the, the shiny object, right? So distractions to them make the news. If it believes, it leaves. So every time we see this going to another thing and another thing, we go to Russia, we go to China, we go to, you know, Detroit, we go to... You're 100% right with that page of those people who have passed uh, came to do was center us on that particular trauma of our nation. And then it allowed us to sit and reflect on that. But to Carol's point, now when we're reflecting on it, we also have a lot of uh, tumultuous sort of clinical issues ourselves that it's now resting on. Because we're not feeling safe necessarily with ourselves. Our autonomic nervous system isn't feeling safe. So it could be triggering more stuff in us. But it's a great centering thing the New York Times did, no doubt. And we also are sheltering in place. So you have many households uh, which are uh, back to what households used to be. Grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, sister, brother, and and then grandkid, and maybe some great-grandkids all locked in together uh, in a world in which they're dealing with these issues. What's the trauma, the stress uh, on the caregiver and the parents? Well, that's a great question. Because clinically, what we've been able to do as a society, we're still doing it, obviously, ourselves, but is to disassociate, distract. We were able to get out of our house, okay? We had a challenging relationship with somebody. We didn't have to sit there in a 9 by 12 room or a house and really allow these things back out, these behavior patterns. So we can do is get in our car, drive, go work. Uh, medicate ourselves with work. People go to the bar and medicate themselves with that. But we're able to escape the inevitable, which is to deal with what you described. 
deal with relationship issues, the toxic partner, let's say. We don't have the skill sets within. We weren't ready for them when COVID hit. It's the two by four. It's the trauma that now shows us how unsteady we are. And caregiving is a great metaphor because this is what this show has talked about for ages of what are we putting on top of ourselves? How are we dealing with our own self care to keep our two feet on the ground? So COVID telling us we really have one foot on the ground. And I think the divorce rates are going to be skyrocketing. As you take a look at uh, the caregiver who may also be the parent who's caregiving in two directions, up to their parents, down to their kids, uh, and, and you and I are both, uh, although we're not young sprouts, we're parents of young children. Uh, one of my little boys, I have seven-year-old twin boys, uh, said to me, Daddy, what does it mean when you're dead? And, yes. I, and I tried yes. to explain to him uh, in terms I thought he'd understand. He turns out to be a lot smarter than I am. Uh, and that's a real challenge because kids are hearing that now over and over and over again. Yes. You know, Ron, it's such a great point you bring up. And so, you know me as a therapist, I kind of keep saying over and over again until people get tired, you have to start where the patient is at, rather than where you think they should be at. But that concept of death, I know with my eight-year-old, is the same thing. Heck, you know, I'm 65 years old. It's not a common thing to have a father 65 and a child is eight. And so what you bring up that, um, and it's a reality, right? And you want to have that adult conversation. But what I'll do first is I'll go get Disney's Cocoa. <laughs> I love Coco, which really speaks about death and the beauty and celebration of people's lives and, and allow her to watch it with me because we so enjoy it. And then afterwards, I'll start trying to start where she's at rather than existentially and philosophically, I think, where we're at right now, you and I talking about death and dying, and try to start there and allow her to take it in bite-sized pieces. What does she say? Well, she, she, she says, she says, Daddy, I got to go find a good picture. <laughs> I yeah. said, yeah, let's let's go find a good picture together. I said, let's go find good pictures. I said, you know, I'll be here for a while, baby, no matter what. And you're named after my mama, who was my inspiration, and she wasn't here when you were here, but you hear me talk about her all the time, and you see pictures of her all the time. So you have her eyes, you have her, her eyelashes. Um, so all of these things is that people are with us, even if they're not. And in her mind, as an eight-year-old, right. um, I'm able to find this like now, if you just joined us, you're listening to Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our expert in psychology and emotion and therapy, Dr. Jamie Heisman, a nationally known psychotherapist. Carol Zerniel, our co-host on Caregiver SOS on Air, is with us. She's in a car driving west uh, toward Amarillo, and I think we lost her as she got near the mountains near Big Bend, but we'll find out uh, as we keep trucking along. Uh, if she reconnects, she will jump right in, I hope. And Dr. Jamie... Uh, the news uh, every day uh, doesn't point to a quick resolution uh, to the COVID-19 issue. They talk about a, a second wave that may come in the fall. They talk about uh, a vastly increased number of those who, who may be killed in this country. Uh, it, it, it's so beyond uh, what normally the human mind is able to digest and comprehend. It is, Ron, and that's why we have to really keep saying that same thing over and over again. Grant me the serenity, accept the things I cannot change, urging the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. With COVID, the things we can change, we can change a virus. Now, obviously, the greatest experts in the world have said that, and we just can't. We can change our reaction to it. We can do the social distancing measures. We can do our best to protect the person in front of us with a mask. 
we can do the things that the CDC recommends. That is dealing with our reactions. But to your point, we have to take this a day to time and really look at our own self here because we can't control what's going to happen or how long. Heck, even the vaccine, a lot of seniors won't be able necessarily uh, to take it. So we do have to worry about today. How are we taking care of our mind, our body, and our souls as all of this comes in from every direction? Now, one of the issues that uh, is so troubling to so many people are those who have begun to attack people who wear masks out in public uh, as a way to uh, reduce the spread of the uh, uh, coronavirus. What are they reacting to, the people who are so angry? Well, Ron, unfortunately, there's two things that put here. Very meaningful. Let's just get parental here. One of the most powerful theories for children as they grow up is, is done by Bandura and Walters, two theorists. It's called social learning theory. So really, it's not what daddy or mommy says. It's what daddy and mommy does. That's how they learn. So obviously, we need to have a uniform message from consistently from the top that says, look, you know, I got a mask on. This is okay. This is how we do it and hear it from and see it and experience it from our leaders. So that, you know, that's the first thing that we really need to understand the social learning theory. Uh, and so the second thing is that this is, this isn't the political thing at all. Uh, reaching out and helping the people. The mask is about helping the people around you right. and reframing it, reframing it to them in that way. Got to stop you right there. Dr. Jamie is always brilliant. We appreciate it. Take 10 with Dr. Jamie Heisman. I'm Ron Aaron. Carol Zorniel uh, was with us for a part of the while, and she's lost in the ether outside somewhere in West Texas. Thanks for joining us on Take 10. 